Muffin Films and Salad Fingers, Homestar Runner and Mondo Media, Adam Films and Metalocalypse, Happy Tree Friends and What the Hell is Flash Animation Anyway? Warning, not affiliated with Adobe. Welcome to Plug and Missing, the Flash Animation Flashback Podcast, where we watch the Flash Animation webtoons and shorts we grew up watching in the halcyon days of yore, the early 2000s. I'm Paul Reberg, and with me is my co-host... John Ward! Excellent, and we have reached the end of our third season, which has been focused on Salad Fingers. John, which clip are we looking at today? Okay, so today we are watching Salad Fingers, the episode Picnic, but I have a question, Paul. Mm -hmm. What the heck does halcyon mean? Like, I'm fairly certain that, like, I've even used it before, but I don't even know what it means. To me, it evokes an image of a green, peaceful setting. Oh, okay. I I couldn't give you a (laughs) perfect definition of it, but if you describe something as halcyon, sort of, like, fondly remembered and idyllic, I think. Yeah, yeah, no, that's definitely how I feel about the Iraq War. (laughs) Or was that that over, kind of, by early 2003? I don't remember when... uh, Is it over now? Well, no, I meant like, uh, what is it? The mission accomplished? Was that 2003? (laughs) It was around then. Yeah. I don't know exactly when it happened. Sorry. Sorry. Sorry to derail us. Well, now that we've been derailed, let's go ahead and take a quick break so you can watch the video yourself if you haven't yet. All right. And a quick (laughs) summary of what you're going to see in this episode. Salad Fingers decides to host a picnic. He -hmm. has one to two people who join, depending on your point of view, maybe up to three. And then someone steals his spoon, and we see some developments after that. John? <laughs> developments? S- some developments. Yeah, yeah, that could be... Yeah, I guess so. Well, let, let's start with the phone call. Um, I thought that was weird and really creepy. Oh, yeah. No. Um, Like, at first I was like, oh, he has a phone? And then I saw that it was disconnected <laughs> from the receiver. It, it um, is, but it somehow still screams at him. Oh, yeah. No, no, no. very screaming and off-putting. But we we do learn, as he's trying to call around and get his friends to come over, some of the things that are on the menu. Do you want to Mm -hmm. take us through the menu for this excellent pick he's going to throw? So we have Gypsy Creams, Mm -hmm. Darby Scones, and Admiral's Pie. Now, Paul, did you know, or do you know, if these are real? I think they're probably not real, but are probably very close to existing um, british sweet treats so i i would like to tell you paul i'd like to inform you they are mm. all in fact real <laughs> oh gypsy creams they're like uh they're like a, a ginger cookie with buttercream in the middle darby scones seem to be some variety of scone and mm. admiral's pie is a a fish pie have you eaten them are they good oh no this is definitely just like that's what i have for breakfast no i fucking looked it up Paul. of course <laughs> oh no, I'm messing with you. No, uh, yeah, Gypsy Creams, it does sound like something that I would just randomly know or eat, especially Gypsy Creams, like, that sounds delicious mm-hmm. to me, but then again, I haven't had a cookie in a week, so I'm just drooling over the idea of Gypsy Creams <laughs> right now. All right, well, we we do see, John, that one of his friends joins him almost immediately after the call. Who is it? Uh, that is Barbara Logan Price. Another very strong name. Yes, it is. It's a, it's a very. Str- you have to wonder, it, like, are these the names of real people? Like, they're so, they're so very specific and real sounding and very English sounding at the same time. Like, I wonder if they are like friends of his or something. 
It's possible that they are. I've at some point was Googling the names of some characters and like images of real people come up. So they're real people. So they're real. They're real names. Yeah. Weird. Yeah. So um, Barbara Logan Price looks an awful lot like some of the other finger puppets. Is it a reuse of one? Can you yeah, tell? it's the same puppet as um, the first puppet on his finger, the one he tastes that tastes like poo. Oh, um, um, Jeremy Baggenstatch. <laughs> yeah, uh, maybe. I don't know. I feel like we should know these names. Uh, here, you go ahead and uh, describe the friend hat. Yeah, so um, Salad Fingers is so happy to see that Barbara has joined the party that he does make her a hat, which seems to be a little captain's hat, which is pretty cool. And then he says probably my favorite line from the episode, which I don't have written down, but is something like, there'll be fog on shore tonight, bosun. <laughs> yeah, I, I heard that line and did think that that would be, that'd be a good Paul line already. That's a, that's mm. a good, all of a sudden it's nautical themed a little bit. So it is Hubert Cumberdale. Hubert Cumberdale. Okay, I was. Well, I don't know what I said, but let's. Say I, I think you close. were pretty. I think you were pretty darn close. It it, it had the same amount of like English to it. <laughs> All right. Well, after the scene with Barbara, we see what to me is probably the most uncomfortable <laughs> bit. Yes. Which is Salad Fingers just randomly being in a wedding dress, getting ready for the picnic. I mean, mm-hmm. what what do you think is going on here, John? And what does the dress look like to you? So. It, at first, I was wondering if it was a different character simply because, like, there was, like, this weird veil on the back of his head, but then it, it's the only transparent thing I think we've seen in the entire show so far. So my brain was just like, what the hell is it? Like, is it a ghosting of, like, a ghost behind him or something? And then I realized, oh, no, 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 it's obviously a veil. And and he is, um, he is holding in his hand still... Barbara Logan Price slash Hubert Cumbing, uh, Cumberdale. Uh, mm-hmm. However, I'm not sure if it's that Barbara Logan Price is telling him that he that he's beautiful, or if he's saying that he's beautiful. It is weird. It, you never see Salad Fingers actually doing like putting on a voice for any of the other characters, so it is mm-hmm. hard to tell. Yeah, I just don't know why why a wedding dress is in play at all here. I don't know, maybe maybe the picnic, is the picnic blanket the wedding dress? I don't think so, I don't think that, I don't have it open, but I don't think it looks rancid. The picnic blanket looks rancid, it's still a white blanket, but like the wedding dress looks much more intact. Yeah, I don't know, I don't know why that scene is even in there, there's like no more, I mean, okay, so I have a theory on why it's in there, but I don't have like justification for it. Alright, what's your theory? Well, I'll get to that when we get to the end, when developments happen. <laughs> All right. So we get to the actual picnic then, and a very freaky horror child shows up <laughs> who doesn't seem to be someone that Salad Fingers knows, but he gives her the name of Mabel. Yes. Uh, he he starts speaking her lines the same way that he speaks the, the finger puppets lines. Well, or, or any character's lines in the show, as far as we can tell everybody exactly. else is mute. So far, the only things that come out of people's mouths are gibberish or, um, like, black lines <laughs> and yeah. screaming. 
Well, we also see a crow that joins, and that crow does make noise, but it's not really speaking. How yeah, do you characterize it? sounds like it? a cat mewing backwards, or like a child crying backwards at this. It, it sounds some sort of like synthetic, like audio work has been done to either a child or a crow, like a cat's voice or something. Yeah, it's pretty freaky as well. Mm-hmm. But the first real development that we see is uh, Salad Fingers elects Mabel to be his new playmate. And who do we see in the window looking very jealous at this point? <laughs> Marjorie Stewart Baxter the just very sort same. of like, you know, comes up at, into into the shot through the window, like looking through the window of the house next to the picnic. And she's like staring at them picnicking. Yeah, and I thought by the end of the episode we'd see a showdown between Marjorie and uh, Mabel, the new character. Yeah. But didn't happen, at least well, not yet. So my major question here, Paul, is it's the it's a finger puppet of Marjorie Stewart Baxter. And although we saw in a possible hallucination, possible actual real life event that um, Hubert Cumming, uh, Cumberdale seems to be uh, an actual capable of being an actual like salad fingers sized figure mm-hmm. uh, when he was bleeding out, <laughs> he, he saw right. a vision of Hubert Cumberdale as a large person. But uh, this seems to be Marjorie Stewart Baxter's finger puppet again, but Salad Fingers is nowhere near this puppet. Like, what what do you think is making her move? I think she's making her move. She's a, a real She's a sentient character. puppet. Yeah. All right. Okay. <laughs> I don't like that. Nope. Uh, other things I don't like, the case that oh Salad God. Fingers... Pulls this rusty spoon out of. He's gonna um, feed Mabel some peas or pea pudding. Oh my god! When he's when he's taking the spoon out of the holder, it is one thing disgusting. Like um, yes. it's also very slow, and yep. and it sounds like it's coming out of like like peas pudding. Frankly, it sounds like it's being taken out of peas pudding as it's being removed from the holder. Like at the bottom of this holder is some sort of like goopy sticky mass of something is peace pudding a real thing john yep peace pudding is a thing and i knew that because it's gross <laughs> it sounds a little bit gross but i've never had it so maybe i'd like it I don't i'm know. sure it's fine it's just that as a kid you look at it and you're like no that that looks like throw up i'm not gonna i don't <laughs> want to eat that well uh what happens next john the crow steals the spoon everybody has a good laugh about it <laughs> yes and then um and then the girl, previously titled Mabel, uh, she begins talking <laughs> to Salad Fingers, like actually talking, like from it's her very mouth. very surprising. Yes, it is very surprising to hear another voice in here that is uh, not like just gibberish or sound effect or something. Uh, yep. Do you want to she... do an impression of Mabel for us? <laughs> do you not like my mouth words? It's not far off. I mean, I'm uh, like, yeah, I guess so. I don't know. It sounded terrible to me, but. <laughs> and so Salad Fingers freaks the hell out. Oh, yeah. No. He's not ready for this. No, he he definitely, he definitely does not in any way uh, want this child to be speaking right now. It's, it, it's, I don't know if it's that he's never heard anybody speak, or maybe there's just some sort of traumatic realization that she is possibly like he thought she was a hallucination and now that she's speaking she's not i think it's another example of salad fingers freaking out when he interacts with any sentient being 
Yeah. I know it's not entirely true, but in the was it last episode Cage, maybe that was two episodes ago, uh that child locks him in a cage and he really freaks out. Yeah, but he but he seems to be like in charge it there. Like he freaks out, but then he still is like wily enough to escape and get away from that child. You know what I mean? Whereas this feels no, like right. she just broke him just by speaking. Like all of a sudden, like there is another creature with the same sentience as him here. Uh, so yeah. my theory for the first part was simply to show the the reason for the wedding part was possibly to show and remind people that um, when he talks through the the you know through the puppets and stuff, he's using his same voice and sort of gives you like an interaction between him and. Um, it's not Marjorie Stewart Baxter. Barbara Logan Price. That's who it is. It gives you an interaction between them a little bit and sort of shows like maybe reminding you of just how disconnected he is from reality. And then Mabel is here to sort of be like a like a random grounding all of a sudden. Like this is real somehow. I don't know. That was my I think theory. it's fair. It's pretty pretty freaky. Yeah. Building out the universe a little bit more, which I'm not sure I enjoy. <laughs> no. I mean the, the, I enjoy it. I just don't don't like enjoying it. I don't know. It's just so freaking creepy. It is that. Uh, I actually also loved the way that the Patreon box popped up <laughs> yes. in this episode with the text touch me on Patreon. And I thought no, Yes, okay. please. <laughs> we had different reactions. <laughs> Great. Well, John, we're going a bit long, and we've reached the end of the episode, so we should really try to assign a moral mm-hmm. as we do every every episode. What do you think the moral is that we can take away from this clip? Uh, I think that the moral is, you know, don't try and assign unreasonable expectations to guests. That's a good one. Not entirely unrelated to mine, which is sometimes you're more in love with the idea of someone than the person themselves. <laughs> Yeah, that's a good one. I made a point not to read yours, so that's I, I'm not trying to steal yours or something. Oh, good. It's a good strategy. All right, John. Well, we're at the end of season three. We're probably done talking about salad fingers. How, how do you feel? Uh, I think I think I feel all right. Uh, I <laughs> I didn't realize just like before we went into this, I I hadn't realized just how creepy these were when I watched them as a kid. Like yeah. It definitely feels like because some of my students, I'm a school, I'm a high school teacher, and some of my students talk about like really creepy crap that they find online or do in, with their friends and stuff like that. And I'm like, that's so creepy. Like, why is you know, like, and they're and they're like normal kids. Like, well, I mean, pretty much all kids are normal kids. It's not really a thing, but uh, but it's still like very popular and very interesting. And and I just like that's so creepy. Why is this popular? Why is everyone into this? And then I I'm sort of now realizing that that might just be like not not like a, a phase of youth or something but it's a lot more common than i guess i thought it was as a teacher coming from like an adult perspective looking at the kids interacting with some of like the creepy pasta and stuff yeah i mean l- like any true work of art salad fingers is something you should revisit several times in your life i think and yeah, it's a very so different experience the second time as it was to when i saw it when i was a bit younger so i want to revisit it maybe when i'm 35 40 and see you know yeah, far off in the distance when you're a whole 35. <laughs> yep. All right. 
Great. Well, thanks for joining us for the final episode of Season 3 of Plug and Missing. John, do we know what Season 4 is going to be on yet? Yes. Uh, season 4 is going to be on the uh, zombie series. Uh, zombie spelled with an X, which I guess I'm going to be very tired of saying over and over again. Uh, mm-hmm. And we're going to be we're starting with Chapter 1 of Zombie... Uh, what is it? Zombie... Dead on Arrival. So this is like the original zombie series. There is a new zombie series with an X again uh, by the same creator. But uh, this is the original zombie series started in 2003 uh, by James Farr. And that's what we're going to be watching. So, uh, you know, watch that before the next episode. Right. Should be a lot of fun. If you want to get in your final Salad Fingers thoughts to us, find us on the social media platforms at Plug and Missing or email us at pluginmissingpod at gmail.com. You can also always check out PluginMissing.com for more information about upcoming episodes and things like that. This episode was co-hosted by John Ward and Paul Reberg, produced by John Ward with theme music by Paul Reberg. Come back next week where we're going to ask you... Do you want to update Flash? Goodbye. <laughs> we're glad you could join us for just a little bit discussing Flash animation and what the hell it is until next week. We hope you're well. Please give us five stars on iTunes.